of Coda Country Chats. Today on this episode, we have a Canadian singer this time. Um, this is Paige Rutledge. How are you today, Paige? Hello. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am doing absolutely wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. And <laughs> I, I just want to inform the listeners, um, Paige mm-hmm. released a new single on November 17th called The Worst yeah. Thing. So Paige, let's talk a little bit about that first, because I have a lot that I want to talk to you about. But yeah. um, <laughs> let's start off. Tell me about the writing process of The Worst Thing, and we'll get into yeah. it from there. Yeah. Absolutely. So it was, I was actually trying to remember. So I wrote The Worst Thing with two of my favorite people to write with, Lydia Sutherland and Rich Cloak. And what I was trying to remember is we had written, this was either, so I had released a song, Ain't That Bad, like the last November, November, 2022. And that was the same, like same writer, same writers, the three of us. And I was trying to remember the other day if the worst thing was our right directly after we had written Ain't That Bad, or if it was like there was a right in between and then we wrote the worst thing. But either way, like the rights were pretty close together. And so I thought that was like kind of interesting. I'm like, oh, we must've just like been feeling something those, past, <laughs> those months writing songs in there. Um, yeah. But you know, yeah. And I think there's something to be said too, when you get to write with people often enough and you get to know each other um, on this, like more of a friendship level, you start writing better songs. So you can kind of like almost finish each other's thoughts in that mm-hmm. kind of sense. And so yeah. um, breakups are obviously something that everybody goes through. And I watch all my friends date and, you know, family members and cousins and all that kind of stuff. And obviously it's a very like a topic that comes up quite often. And so I think like in current dating, there's this new, like, (laughs) I don't know what to call it, like a trend or like whatever we want to call it of (laughs) people just like disappearing or like ghosting or like that. Right. Like it's it's not great. Like it makes people feel really bad. And so I've had a ton of those conversations over the past like year and a half now with people that I know. And it's just generally people feel really terrible about it. And it's like, you wish sometimes that, people were honest or like cheated or had a reason to make you move on. And it's like, sometimes when you don't have that reason, like you just sit when your thoughts and you're like, there's literally like, you're, you're trapped. And I'm like, that's the worst, like the worst thing that could happen. And so I was kind of like, we were talking about that in the right. And Lydia and I were actually on FaceTime before we were even in the writing session. We were having that conversation. So we're like, okay, let's just like throw that idea around a little bit today. And that's how the worst thing came to be and I think it's it's funny to me like not but it's such like a pop country produced song but the lyrics are so heartbreaking and sad but it kind of I know and so and that was important to me because I love a sad girl song like don't get me wrong but I also love like it was really important to me that like this was a scream in your car volume up song because it is so relatable I think and Uh everyone goes through breakups and everyone wishes they had a reason to hate like an ex or something or have that reason to move on and I was like there's nothing I love to do more than sing songs like that in my car with my friends so that was how that all came to be that totally makes sense though now that you say that because like this listen as someone in a very committed happy relationship it made me want to scream in my car (laughs) like why that makes me so happy Right. And like, I don't know, there's something, it's so therapeutic to just like have the volume up so loud and sing your heart out. And I love those kinds types of songs. And I was like, I don't really have any of those breakup songs out there yet that 
um, like I, I love everything I've released, obviously, but I was like, this is kind of a different, a new, a new release, a new side of the music. And so I was really looking forward to this song and I was like patiently waiting for it to come out. So I'm really, really just glad it's out into the world now. <laughs> I love that. Well, tell me, okay. So thinking back through all the songs that you've released so far, um, mm -hmm. if there was like a complete opposite of this song, like on the spectrum of like, you laid them out on Ooh. the timeline and there was like, here is the worst thing. What would be the opposite of the worst thing? In That's your a great question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. That makes me think. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like I have two, two complete opposites. Like the worst thing is so heartbreaking and so sad. Um, and then like, I'd say my sassiest song that I have out, like, complete opposite, where it's like, uh-uh, like, we're not being sad is Broken Record, because yeah. that one's just, like, a little bop and, like, a sing-along, mm -hmm. um, but then, I guess, like, a lot of the songs I have released, relationship-wise, like, for generalizing that, are typically on the breakup side, like, I don't have any love songs, because <laughs> I love a love song, <laughs> I just yeah. haven't, I don't know, they're definitely, I don't know if a lot of people feel this way, but I find love songs way harder yeah. to write than yeah. breakup songs for whatever reason. Um, but lyrically, like I have, I put out a song earlier this year about losing my grandfathers and experiencing loss. So I'd say like lyrically, those two are complete opposite yeah. as well. But sassy wise, and like if we're keeping them in the relationship realm, broken record for sure. Gotcha. And you know, now that you yeah. say that, after listening to that, I'm like, that does absolutely make sense. It's so, sassy. We're not sad in that song. <laughs> That's right, girl. Girl empowerment. We are living our lives. And yes. I'm all about that. Those are like my two spectrums, like sad breakup girl songs and like, we don't need him songs. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's perfect. So, yeah. Well, okay. And let's go back. And you just talked about um, how writing love songs is so, I, I, but I, I feel you like it's, it's not, it's hard. hard. It, it is hard, but it's like, you don't want to be cliche and you don't want to say the same things. That That's the thing. Say, you know, like it's, yeah. it's hard to find like a new spin on how you say I look, you know what I mean? Totally. Um, so and like, I love, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I love like writing with other people that come in with these love song ideas and like hearing their stories and like, you almost feel inspired when it's somebody else's story because it's almost like it's a piece of vulnerability you don't have to put out about yourself and I think that's what make love song makes love songs so scary sometimes because you're like whoa like here's all my feelings just like <laughs> laid out into out, the yeah. world yeah but I love when it's somebody like I love being in the room when we are writing yeah. a love song because they are you just walk away and you feel so wholesome and happy and you're like yes there's so much good in the world <laughs> <laughs> okay oh my gosh well let me I'm going to come back to this, I think. Let me go back to okay. the worst thing before I forget. Tell me about the yes. recording process and kind of how it went whenever you got in the studio, everything like that. We did this one slightly, not, not so much slightly different. Like we had done other tracks like this, but this one was a kind of like a build over the months. Things we've also released songs or just like gone to the studio, got everything done in one shot one day and just like did that. But this song definitely had growth mm -hmm. to it. And so um, I actually, I have the first demo that we ever did of it. And I was listening back to it the other day and I was like, wow, like it's so cool to hear that. And they listen and it was this song, like I said a little bit earlier is very, like I was so 
patient slash incredibly impatient. I was like, I want this out. Like with anything, right? Like when you love something so much, like you just want to share it with something. Um, But I also recognized that this song meant a lot to me. And I was like, I really want to make sure that when we release this, like we're doing this the right way. And like, we're not sitting back and being like, wow, we should have done or like could have done. So it was definitely like over a span of, I don't even know how many months. I think we started it in... I want to say like early, like February, I could be completely wrong. All the months are blended together yes, in my head. It. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't exist. Um, but it was, it was a while back. Um, and just making sure that every single detail was so correct. And I put out like, as I was putting out Gone Ain't Really Gone, we were still working on that. So I was putting out a song, still working on the worst thing. Yeah. Um, and just like making sure that we had the right team working on it and the right musicians and like people that were really gonna you know like it's just it's so important and it's such a lovely experience when you get to work with so many different people and you just know like that like this person specifically can bring so much to a certain song um and so we kind of just recorded it from my producer Matt his apartment and we just put it all together and built it over the months and it's so I think that's really cool a lot of my songs have been like that where we've just done it like from my cottage or from you know, wherever. And I think that's a really cool way. There's like this low pressure doing it. You just have fun while you're making music and you get the best product when you're just relaxed and having a good time recording music. That's so true. No, I yeah. love hearing that though, because it's, it is kind of like that sometimes where, where things just kind of mm-hmm. take their time and, and, and it's almost like you build up this anticipatory love, for, like you were talking about with sharing it. I, I'm yeah. so that you told me all about that. I think too, like if there's anything I've learned about this music career is you have to be patient. (laughs) Patience is a very important skill to learn. And so, and I've learned to trust the process. That is the biggest thing I think I've ever taken away when people are like, trust me, trust me. Like, no, no, I'm full in. Like I'm a trust the process girly. Like we are here and patience and trusting is very important with the people you work with. Oh Yeah. Well, and it's great to know that you have uh, a support system and, and, a, and a group of people that kind of love to work with you and that you love to work with, because that is a big part of it, right? Like having the, the right people yeah, in your corner. Like your own little family. Exactly. Oh, I yeah. love hearing that. <laughs> so, well, and talking about more um, music that's coming out, I know that you said before we got on the call that you were going to release a lot more music in the, in the coming mm-hmm. year. Is there any, like... Is there any little sneak you have to share? Yes, there is. I actually like there's the the song that will be coming out um, following this in the early new year is like pretty much like done and good to go. So, and I'm just so excited about this. I think I'm like mm, maybe I'll post a little teaser on Instagram in the next mm-hmm. like, couple of weeks. But it's again, actually, it's funny you asked me about like complete opposites. This one is the next one that's coming out is a very like back to like an ain't that bad kind of style where it's like, we don't need him song, like mm-hmm. female empowerment, like <laughs> break up, living your best <laughs> single life. Yeah. Like just another fun, like feeling yourself, yeah. having a good time and being happy with yourself and where you are mm-hmm. song. So lyrically the complete opposite of the worst thing. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> no, that's, no, no, yeah. no, that's very cool to hear that like things kind of come and go and back and forth. Come and go. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice little it's a journey. It's a story. Yes, into this collection of songs. I love that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. One big old quilt that we're weaving. So tell me, okay, exactly. um, 
I, I also wanted to talk to you a little bit about upcoming shows that you have in the future. Um, mm. So tell me right now, are you in Nashville? Are you back home? No, or- I'm <laughs> back in Toronto right now. I came, I got back middle of October. Mm-hmm. So I've been home now, I guess, for a month-ish, wow. just over a month. And okay. I'll head back in the new year before things get chaotic and crazy for the summertime. <laughs> Um, but I tell you, it's starting to get really cold and it's been, <laughs> well, it's like starting to snow every so often. And I'm like, Hmm, Toronto, <laughs> hmm, Nashville sounds a lot better than Toronto right now. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean though. Like I was trying to plan a trip, um, up to Nashville. I guess this is like at the end of December, early January. And I was like, I am worried about, about the cold, but then I couldn't imagine like being in Toronto. <laughs> It's just like, (laughs) oh, well, you know what? I will say when it's snowy on Christmas and New Year's, it's so like, you're like, oh, it's like a winter wonderland. Like it really feels right. Exactly. And I love waking up to like (laughs) snow on Christmas, but right now it's like the rainy, gross, could snow, could be just a really cold rain, (laughs) gloomy every day, like leading into, you know, that it's coming really soon. And it's like, oh, this is, it's just so gloomy. It's so sad. (laughs) Like a nice winter day. I'm all for, cause you know, you got to still have like the little Canadian at heart and go skating on the lake and do all like the fun winter things. But for the most part, I'm, I'm pretty good without it. (laughs) I'm like, good. No, no, that's, that's really funny though. And I, I I know where you're coming from. I really do. So, okay, talking, maybe something to warm us up a little bit. We can talk a little yes. bit about, like, festival season, because I know we've Woo. got several months until that gets here, but you've got some pretty Crazy. interesting shows coming up during that time, right? Yeah, and this summer, like, this past summer was also pretty great. Um, I got to, this past summer, actually, I opened up for Walker Hayes, which was a really awesome Yay. experience. And so, yeah, it was so cool, up in Thunder Bay, which is like 13 hours away from Toronto, (laughs) like in itself. It's crazy. Um, But when I had been asked to play that festival, I was, I actually, first of all, I couldn't believe it. I I always just like, you know, you put yourself out there and you just kind of like, you're like, oh, if I don't hear back, like, it's okay. Like, you're like one step forward. Right. Yeah. And when I got that, I was like, whoa, I was like, that's pretty cool. So I got to fly out to Thunder Bay and play in this really awesome festival. And like throughout the whole weekend, there was Brothers Osborne played, uh, Dean Brody, who's a really amazing Canadian yeah. country artist. And so it was just so cool to get to be a part of that. And, uh, but then this coming summer, I've already announced, and there's other shows still coming, but I've already been announced as one of the artists for the Hollywood Country Jamboree, which is featuring wow. two um, Canadian country singers, Tyler Joe Miller and Jason McCoy, who was like Canadian country yeah. legend. Like oh we love God. him. And so it's just nice to always have something to look forward to. And then there's a couple other things I can't, I'm not, can't, shouldn't, shouldn't say, right? right? right. (laughs) But um, if anybody follows me on socials, like there's more stuff even coming up in January, like some really cool shows that I get to be a part of even like leading into festival season. So next year is already looking very exciting. And, you know, sometimes that's the motivation you need because this music thing is tricky and it's easy to get down on yourself sometimes but then you know you have these opportunities and you just realize you get to share music with people and those are the moments that they keep you going so I'm and live like being on stage that's my favorite part of getting to do music yeah so I'm very excited for next year that was going to be like one of my next questions do you have like a favorite performance of all time um and then I'll get into some more questions too yeah do you have like a favorite show that you've ever done 
know. Um, oh man, that's a really good question. I, I, like I said, I love being on stage and, um, we do a lot of writers rounds back here in Canada as well. And those are just always so special to be a part of because, you know, like the room is silent and everyone's there listening yeah. to you. But I, I think I would say, um, the country on the bay, the one that I was talking about previously, that one, I didn't know what to expect going into that. Cause that was my first like major country festival that I've played like to that scale. And I was like, Oh my gosh, these people are going to have no clue who I am. And like, that's okay. But I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, do I just like, I'm going up there, going to play them all my songs. And I'm like, I hope they I hope they like me. Like, you know, you just want to like be able to connect with people and it's yeah. nerve wracking. And it was a really crazy cool experience because everyone that was there, like there was this whole group of people that had come all the way up to the stage and they were just like screaming every single word of my songs back to me. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, that's like, I didn't even know what to do with myself. I was like, that's a pretty special experience. And it's just one of those things that, you know, it's that reassurance that, because for me, I know like a lot of people probably feel the same way about this too, but I love listening to music because you can, I can find a way to relate to it. And, you know, it's like that person is saying exactly how I'm feeling. And so that's always been something that's important to me. And like the songs that I put out, I'm like, I want to be able to like that, that it's my story, but somebody else can find their story in the lyrics and in the song. And I was like, that's was kind of that reassuring, like check mark moment where I was like, okay, like they like it. That's good. <laughs> We're doing something. <laughs> Ah, uh, no, that's, that feels like such an ethereal experience almost, because it's like you, yeah. having those words sung back to you, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's special. It's yeah. a very, very special, I don't know if it ever gets old. It's a very, like, even just when it went to one person you're watching, you're like, okay, I've, I've been able to connect with one person, and that's really cool. Oh. So tell me, okay, <laughs> thinking back to, you were just talking about how you love listening to music. Who is at the top of your playlist? Like, if you were to say, you're really listening to this, 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 what you got? Yeah. Um, okay, I have two. Like, I, well, not, like, two different, like, categories, I guess. Yeah. I, currently, I'm really, really into um, what Alana Springsteen and Ashley Cook, like, this new, like, pop country yes, thing that they're doing is really, really awesome and, like, yeah. in a modern sense. But then, like, to my core, I have loved Taylor Swift, like, since the day that Tim McGraw, right? Like I, Tim McGraw was on the radio the first time I heard it. I was like, I love this woman. And so Taylor's always at the top of my <laughs> playlist. And <Yay>! I <laughs> love Taylor, love Taylor. Anybody that has known me and <laughs> grown up with me, like never been a secret. I just think, and again, like going back to how you like find it, like even when you're that young, like there was something so special about Taylor stuff that you're like, I understand everything that she's saying. Yeah. And she's just... She's so great. Like, how can I love her? <laughs> how do you feel about um, Taylor and Travis Kelsey together? Oh, I'm all about it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's actually funny because um, my my younger brother loves sports, and he's like a secret Swifty. Like, he won't admit that he loves Taylor, but I think most listen men to are. Him, like, like, I really do. Yeah. <laughs> right. I will say, whenever I cover Taylor at shows or festivals and stuff, I always look out, and it's always like the 20 year old men that are screaming their hearts out. And I'm exactly. like, don't tell me you don't love her. <laughs> like, don't tell me that. Um, but he'll even send me like all these Taylor and Travis TikToks and stuff. And I'm like, see, like, 
the world's on board. I don't, I just think, you know, and I think like there's like this general consensus on social media of how happy she looks. And mm-hmm. as like a true Taylor fan, you're like, you just want Taylor to be happy. And yes. so I don't watch football, but I've watched, I will admit, and everyone's been like, oh my God, I have watched some of the games just to see if Taylor's there, <laughs> just, just to be that person. Like, I wonder, we yes. sports. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yay, sports ball. Exactly. No, Yay, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh, man. Oh, yes. I feel you, though. No, I, yeah. I agree. Um, well, and just listening to, like, some of the music that you put out, I, I can hear the influence from Taylor. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That makes me so happy. There's I, so much. That's yeah, so Because well, even, like, beside... Um, you know, in some of her, like, I don't want to say overproduced, but like heavily produced mm-hmm. albums. Totally. Um, she's still the songwriter first, you know, and I think that's kind 100%. of where, yeah, I think that's kind of how I feel about, about your writing too, is that like, Thank you have you. really great recordings, but overall, like oh. the lyrics themselves kind of speak true Thank to a lot you. of our Yeah, of course. Wow, I'm blushing. <laughs> Thank you. That's, so that's really nice. That's like the nicest, honestly, like the nicest thing anybody has ever said. And I, that's always been something because especially in country music, right? Like it's about, or not like about, like, I don't mean it's about this, but people relate to it because of the storytelling. And I think like, that's what we all strive for when we're trying to be in country music and you just want to tell your story and yeah, that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Paige, we have had an awesome conversation today. Yes. I tell you, um, I know. I'm so glad that you you reached out because I am so happy to hear more about you. Tell me, okay, is there anything that you would like to promote or shout out before we hop off the call today? Hmm. Um. That's a good question. I mean, yeah, there's like so many things, right? I know, um, I'm sorry. I would say. <laughs> I would say, like, just coming off releasing a brand new song, like, obviously, if anybody is listening to please listen to the worst thing. I think that would be very, very wonderful and yeah. help a gal out. And, you know, I just think too, like, um, as you know, I saw that I've been seeing this on social media recently. Um, there's this like post going around right now where they just like released however many charts and there's not a single female on the chart. So yeah. if anybody's listening just to check out your female country artists and women out there who are putting out really cool songs and, yeah not getting as much recognition as they should be. So support the ladies in country music as well as my big point for today. Right. Well, and always, not even just today, always. Always. You're right though, because yeah. we just had like a CMA entertainer of the year who is female for the exactly. first time. Right. Since Taylor Swift. Exactly. Like, I don't know. We have a ton yeah. of amazing females out there making some great music and Agreed. it needs to be heard. So I'm so happy that I, I agree. kind of, you know, share your story as a songwriter and share Thank other you. female stories out there. Cause like, it's really, it's important to me. And, and yeah, I, I appreciate Absolutely. what you do and you're awesome. And Thank you. I really enjoyed this interview today. <laughs> me too. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. <laughs> Listeners out there, go check out the worst thing, stream it on Spotify, Apple music, wherever you listen to great songs and make sure that you follow Paige Rutledge on social media find her anywhere that you have social media um this was lee with coda country and you heard it here on coda country chat thanks Paige. thank you for having me (laughs) bye-bye